Hello and welcome to For the Love of Truth. This is episode 220 and is another in the Back to Health series. In this episode, we are going to be talking to Jenny about her daily migraine she had for 30 years before her son presented her with a possible solution, and that solution changed her life. Now, if you have a story that you'd like to share, I'd like to talk to you about that. The best way to contact me is to go to fortheloveoftruth.co.uk and go to the Contact Us page and send me a message from there, and then we can start to have a dialogue. So let's begin. Jenny suffered daily migraines for 30 years. She endured many treatments, including surgery and opioids. Eventually, she found effective relief with RSO. So let's now start listening to Jenny, and then we'll step into the interview. You guys are amazing, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. And you know what, Adrian? I was thinking about that last night. That's where this is coming from. There's plenty of scientific um, uh, information out there about exactly what RSO is, exactly what cannabis is, how it's metabolized. Um, and that can the, that's... That's wonderful information, but what I want to do is let people know how this affects a life and a soul and what the cannabis did to give me back my life. Welcome to the show, and if you could just really start off by telling me about your story, really, that would be wonderful. All right, I will. Um, Well, I am a lifelong migraine sufferer they Mm -hmm. start in children in the Mm -hmm. gut because serotonin in the gut and there's a serotonin connection and then they travel to the head and become the pain as an adult and that's just what happened to me as a child so that's why children then say they have headaches in the stomach yes it is and i would have you know this is too much information but i as a child i would have diarrhea every night my mother would think it was something I ate or something like that, but it wasn't. It was the right. migraines beginning. And mm-hmm. then as an adult, um, late teens and 20s, the pain started coming. But they were mostly connected with my menstrual cycle when okay. I would get pain. But they got to the point of such severity that I went to mm-hmm. the doctor and the doctor at the time, they thought that the SSRI depression mm-hmm. medication having an effect, a good effect for migraine people. So they put me on those. I'm beginning to wonder if they just say that to people just to shift more product. I am beginning to wonder too, because what I was on those drugs for mm-hmm. many, many years, they didn't help. But then it was, oh, well, you're depressed. You need more. It's just that you need more. And because I, <laughs> Sorry. you know. Where's the logic in that? <laughs> I don't know. But um, in my uh, 30s, they mm-hmm. so bad that one day, I tears streaming down my face, my mother took me basically an emergency appointment to the doctor. I got a Mm -hmm. different doctor than I normally have. And he looked at my chart and he said, Mm -hmm. you've been coming here with these migraines for 10 years. And I said, Mm -hmm. yes. And he almost cried. He said, 10 years, you need real Mm -hmm. pain relief. We need to give you something Mm -hmm. that will actually work. And that day 
he prescribed me Vicodin. I was very ignorant about opiate medication. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a bottle of water with me in the car and I took my first Vicodin. By the Mm -hmm. time we got home, the pain was lifting. I thought I'd found Mm -hmm. a miracle. Mm -hmm. And for several years, they worked wonderfully for me. But of Mm -hmm. course, you have to keep increasing the dose for them to be effective. Yeah. And after 10 years, Adrian, I was being prescribed Mm -hmm. 240 Vicodin a month, which is eight pills a day, the highest strength available. And not only is it the opiate that's in that drug, but Tylenol. So I was taking for years the maximum amount of Tylenol. Mm -hmm. And because I was so desperate to have a few hours a day where I could go to a four-hour job at the library and and not be Cinderella at the ball, yeah. which which that's what I called myself because by the uh, end of a four-hour shift, they were coming back. So the Vicodin only gave me maybe three hours of pretty darn right. good pain relief and nausea relief. Yeah. So at the end of this um, 10 years, towards the end of it, I checked myself in to a mm-hmm. rehab clinic because I knew I couldn't continue yeah. taking a handful of the opiates if I was only getting a few hours a day well they almost killed me at the rehab center (laughs) they give you drugs when you get there to get you physically off of them without horrible withdrawals and one of those drugs which they knew I was allergic to I had told them and they wrote it down on the wrist but someone gave me that same drug just a different name what happened then so i was unconscious for eight days what yes eight days several days in intensive care the clinic did not even check to see why i wasn't participating for several days (sighs) and they finally went in my bedroom and i had been unconscious all that time so luckily a wonderful respiratory doctor saved my life wow But I had to go back on the opiates after that because they had no answer for pain. Mm -hmm. Now, at that point, I was taking about five pills a day. Mm -hmm. So I had been able to reduce the amount. Mm -hmm. But they still were only giving me a few hours of relief Mm -hmm. at a time. Wow. And then my son, my beautiful son, he was in high school. Yeah. And he came home one day. And he had done a report on cannabis mm-hmm. and he'd done a great big poster with visuals yeah. and he came home and he gave me the report mm-hmm. and he said, mom, you must try this. I mm-hmm. know it will help you. And I rejected it at first. So I didn't want to do it. I, I was thinking, you know, I don't want to smoke pot. I'm yeah. a mom. I'm, you know, yep. he begged me to try it. I did. Yeah. I got a medical yeah. card, which you could do at the time in Oregon. So I got a medical yeah. marijuana card. I started yeah. vaporizing it. Mm-hmm. It did give me pain relief for a couple of hours. Yeah. 
it also made me incredibly high. Incredibly high. <laughs> yep, it will. <laughs> um, so, but I did that for a few years and got some yep. relief. But then I discovered RSO. I, I, it got to a point where I could no longer tolerate it in my lungs. Yeah. So I, yep. I was looking for an alternative. And I thought maybe yeah. I should try. There's these edibles that have come on the market. Yeah. So I tried. You really want to get hold of something that has all the benefits without the high. Yes. You do get yeah. what they call a body high from mm-hmm. ingesting it. It's metabolized yes. differently. It takes longer. Yeah. You do get that for me. Yeah, I, I, I ate it for years rather than smoking it. Ah, uh, Yeah. And for me, yeah. that what it did is it. If I don't go to sleep pretty soon after I take it, I'll mm-hmm. start getting very creative, and my mind will go, and I'll want. To <laughs> so I write back a lot of people, you know, at night, at night mm-hmm. if I don't go to sleep, and I do things like that. Mm-hmm. But it does. It does open some amazing doors up that way. It does. It's it's remarkable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. But what you do when you start off with the RSO, which is the essential oil of the plant, it mm-hmm. stands for Rick Simpson oil, in case anyone wants yeah. to look that up. Yeah. Um, you start out with a very tiny dose, very tiny, like a little dot. Mm-hmm. And then you build every day until you get to the dose that's effective for what you're trying to treat. Yeah. I have to take a good sized dollop of it. At night. Mm-hmm. But once I reached that point, mm-hmm. suddenly, one morning, I woke up without a migraine. So when you have spent wow. 20 years or more, always yeah. waking up with pain, I, I couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah. And I was still taking my five Vicodin a day because I had yeah. not reached a point that it was really mm-hmm. working yet, the uh, RSO. Yeah. But that yeah. morning, I knew I didn't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. And within three days, I was done with the opiates. With So wait a second. You were able to get off opiates in three days yeah. without going nuts? Yes, Adrian. Three days. That, that shows you how strong the plant medicine really is. It was miraculous because, of course, I had tried on my own many times and at the clinic where I nearly died within three days with barely any discomfort. I would say the only discomfort was I was so used to taking pills all day long since my 20s. And I was like, oh, that was kind of uncomfortable. Oh, I don't need to take a pill. We'll be back after a quick break. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started.
There's, mm-hmm. You know that cannabis was in nearly every medication up until the early 1920s. Yes, yes. And it yeah. was on the counter. You'd buy yeah. it over the counter. Yeah. So, yes, within three days. That's amazing. Three days to get off opioids at that level yeah. because that would take someone a long, long time and it would be a very bumpy road from what I've heard. Yeah, it's bad. Withdrawal. The withdrawals from opiates are horrific. They really are. Yeah. But literally, I was able to, that was it, never got another prescription of those. Wow. And it prevented them. That was the key. It did not just take yeah. the pain away while I was in a migraine, yeah. which is basically what smoking or vaporizing did, which yeah. I'm not saying wasn't a wonderful benefit. It was. But the prevention mm-hmm. yeah. was another level. Well, when when you when you smoke it, from what I've read, you get about a ten percent effect. When you ingest it, it's near enough a hundred percent. So it's a very different game altogether. Yeah, and I, I believe that sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right because um, what that did was open up my world. I was yeah. able to start working. I I had been a stay at home mother, and uh, yeah. that was the best job I ever had. But my son was a Mm -hmm. teenager and in school and I went back to work. I was able to work four hours a day. It must have been like suddenly getting your life back. It was. It was. Um, To wake up without pain, to be able to look Mm -hmm. outside at the sunshine. (laughs) Without hiding. (laughs) these These are the things that I, you know, that were taken from me. For many years, yeah. things that people take for granted, and I can. Yeah, I, I have a quick question for you, by yeah. the way. I, I don't know what the answer is, but I'd like you to to vocalize it. That unlike the opioids, where you have to take more and more, and they become progressively less effective while still damaging you, with the, with the the cannabis oil, you don't have that. You you reach a point, and it just works, doesn't Correct. it? Correct. I have taken the same amount. I have not had to increase it for years mm-hmm. now. I take the same amount. Sometimes I can even take a little less if I'm, you know, I'm very aware of my mm-hmm. body and my, uh, the triggers, if you will, or the aura. And it, it is not mm-hmm. that it has completely cured them for me. This is something that I mm-hmm. live with, but it is mm-hmm. managed. So they will. Come it's very effectively managed. Very isn't it? effectively. So yeah. I take it at bedtime. In the morning, I wake up, I have no pain, I can have my day. Then often, you know, I'll feel that, ah, that little spot where it's coming back. It's it's just kind of nudging there, you know, might come back mm-hmm. on you, but I take it again at night and this, and this good cycle continues. And once in a while, I can skip a night or two if I'm really, mm-hmm. if I, I just know my head. <laughs> so if I mm-hmm. know that yeah. I'm I'm in a space where hmm, I don't need to take it tonight, I can skip a night, maybe skip mm-hmm. two nights. But if I skip mm-hmm. too many, they will start mm-hmm. to creep back in. But the beauty mm-hmm. of of what's what it's done for me, even with that situation, is it they have been reduced dramatically. So even when I yeah. do get and once in a while, they're called breakthrough headaches. So once in a mm-hmm. while, I will get a breakthrough migraine. Mm-hmm. And maybe I will be bedridden for a day or two, but this is rare. And it's mm-hmm. not as bad. 
-hmm. So it has healed uh, also healed and made things better even when I do get one. Yeah, it, it is by far one of my favorite medicines of them all. Mm -hmm. and, and yet I don't talk about it. We have receptors for it. You know, we yes, we do go unused. And yeah. there, there's a reason we have those receptors we're supposed to. That's right. Have. Yeah. Why, why would you have cannabinoid receptors in your brain unless they had a purpose? Okay. There's no there's no waste in this body. No waste. So here we are with with these receptors ready to go. Yeah. And, you know, we should be eating the leaves. We should be using this plant for many things. Yeah. It makes amazing clothes. It's got such strong fibers in it. Clothes. Yeah. Uh, I've knit with hemp yarn, rope. Well, we know <laughs> plastics, everything. There's so many yeah. things that we could be making and benefiting from this plant. Yeah. By the way, if anyone's listening to this and they're wondering why they don't, because they couldn't um, patent it and make money off it, they demonized it and had it banned and made it illegal. That is the only reason it is that. Now, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the super strong skunks and all the other crazy hybrid things. I think they could potentially be quite harmful to your mind. I agree. But the very light original ones, which is what I used to take, they're a very different animal and they are, I think, just incredibly beneficial for you. And I still use CBD oil now from time to time. I just, I, it, it helps me sleep. It does all sorts of things. It, but it did, now for me, I need the odd touch now and again. And it literally is that. It's just a little maintenance dose, really. Wow. Yeah. You know, um, I tried CBD alone and mm -hmm. it wasn't effective for me, but it, the, yeah. CBD is very effective for many different conditions. Yeah. And I talked to my son because my son grew up to work in this field and he mm -hmm. works for a company that produces CBD products only. Mm -hmm. So I asked him, you know, the CBD is not getting it. And he said, you, because you, migraine is so hard to treat. And there are mm -hmm. some conditions where you need the full plant. You need the mm -hmm. THC too. Yep. So what I take is a one-to-one -one ratio. So it's okay. roughly, you know, half and half C CBD to THC. Yeah. I use yeah. organically grown. That's something I'd like to talk about too, because yes. um, so much of the cannabis is grown in chemicals. Yeah, which means you're ingesting chemicals, which is toxin. Yes, and I'm very fortunate. There's an Oregon company that makes an organically grown. They grow the cannabis outside in the mountains, and yeah. it is the best for me. It works the most effectively. If I'm not able to buy it and I have yeah. to get one that's not organically grown, I don't feel that good. It still has the THC and CBD, so it still yeah. helps with the headaches, but not as yeah. well. And I can yeah. tell. So the yeah. well, that's like having you know organic stuff you bought from the supermarket, veg wise, that may or may not be properly organic versus stuff you've grown yourself that you know is organic. Yeah, yeah. You know, it has a massively different feel, and I noticed that in the last year. I can tell the difference. It, you can really tell the difference. Yeah. Mm hmm. And I think I think that's as your system gets clearer as well, and you become more 
one of the things that certainly has come across from the discussion we're having, and I had had the same experience, you become very, very sensitive to your own body when you start to really concentrate on it and you recognize things that previously you didn't because, you know, it was either too painful or you just weren't that aware of yourself. And now you can tell even a long time before something's starting to happen because you're aware and then you can take the necessary actions to prevent it so that you never really go down the road you don't want to go down anymore. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm, what I hope by telling my story is, is, is someone out there who's suffering may be Mm -hmm. able to look into this Mm -hmm. and, and make it their life back because this Mm -hmm. illness absolutely robs you of life. Um, 20% at one time, I was told that 20% of chronic severe migraine sufferers mm-hmm. commit suicide. I-, I could believe that. I could believe that. 20%. And, yeah. you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm pouring out my heart here. I understand Thank that. You. I understand that feeling because I had it. Many times you do feel that you need, that you wish that you could just end the suffering. 20% of them. And um, Mm -hmm. a friend, someone I know, one of their friends, a man in their family, not too long ago, did commit suicide because of this. And, you know, it, it absolutely breaks my heart. You know, I did not know this person. I wish I had. I heard about mm-hmm. this after the fact, mm-hmm. but we're talking about um, such pain and, and, and the other symptoms too, that are very hard to live with. You, you have diarrhea or you're vomiting. You can't go anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it, it diminishes your life to such an extent that mm-hmm. um, there's such suffering out there. And yeah. because it's not something that people can see on you. That's right. Okay. They do not understand it. They, why don't you just take a couple aspirin or why are you complaining about a headache? Because it's it, not really a headache. <laughs> it's something very, very different. It's a beast. Yeah. It, it yeah. is a beast. So it's hard yeah. to live with that too. With the, yeah. uh, you know, with people not understanding yeah. Um, what you're going through. There's so many mm-hmm. layers to this, what it does to your relationships. Yeah. Um, it, if you could even maintain a relationship through that. Right. It's very difficult. Yeah. And if you don't have someone who has empathy yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and is also willing to maybe try to help you find a solution, you're yeah. lost because in my situation, I was I I went through many, many, many experimental treatments over the years. I researched for myself. I tried. I I went through occipital nerve block surgeries. I had trigger point injections that were horrific. Uh, Needle hypodermic shots in the the top of my uh, shoulder blades and neck. Because there's a, you know, the doctor had a theory, the naturopath in this case, that, 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 that it would um, stop the tension. So it's not that I have tension that I'm having a migraine, but I tried it anyway. 
I went through some torturous, um, tried many, many drugs, Mm. many pharmaceuticals they tried on me over a period of 30 years. Nothing Mm. worked. 30 years, wow. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, Well, well done you, gosh. Well... Well done, uh, cannabis. You know, it is a miracle. It, it is an amazing plant, absolutely amazing plant. And, and if anyone, I was talking to someone about this before, um, they said that, and I find this in myself sometimes, if I'm, exp- if I'm examining a subject that's new and I have a very strong negative reaction to it, I always now stop myself and say, why am I responding this way? Because it could just be programming, that I've been programmed by the events in the environment around me, my education, everything like that, yeah. to not look in that direction when, in fact, I really should look with an open mind to examine it. So I would say to people, have an open mind and go and explore the subject because it is one of the most potent uh, healers that's 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 around. And, and as, as you rightly said, you have receptors inside your brain, cannabinoid receptors mm-hmm. inside your brain. They're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's a nutrient that we need. I really believe that. Yes. Um, like I said, we should be eating the leaves. We should be. And, yeah. and I have heard that it was so prevalent in many you know ancient times it was everywhere Mm. and we did we ate it the animals ate it Mm -hmm. and we have these receptors and we need this medicine and some of us really do some of Mm -hmm. us really do and my heart just breaks you know the states in the united states where it is not legal or there where they Mm -hmm. and i'm not sure now it it, it may be legal i know that cbd is legal mm-hmm. in all 50 states. But I mm-hmm. think, you know, that this just is, uh, my heart breaks for people who are yeah. in states where they don't have access to this medicine yeah. and they're just in bed suffering. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I think that's wonderful. I'm just I'm going to say thank you so much for sharing that, but just stay on the line because I want to talk to you in a minute, but I'll stop recording in a second if that's all right. Well, thank you, Adrian. Um, you're, you're very welcome. I appreciate you and your channel so much and your information and um, you're a lovely man. And I thank, thank you for giving me this opportunity um, to tell this story. And mm. I, I do, I... I sincerely hope that if there is anyone suffering with this, that they'll look into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that's wonderful. Thank you.